You talking about football? Yeah, football. NFC North. Let's talk football. Welcome back. This is Headed North, an NFC North podcast, and I am your host, Detron. There was some huge news coming out of the NFL this past week, and we got to talk about it. Someone just became the highest paid player ever in NFL history. You already know what his name is if you follow football. It's Jalen Hurts. He just got the largest contract ever seen by not only a quarterback, but an NFL player, period. And it got me to thinking. Got me to thinking about contracts that exist in the NFC North and how they impact the team's overall salary. So this week, we're going to do a little bit of pocket watching. Now, if you don't know what pocket watching means, that's fine. Uh, Pocket watching is talking about other people's money, which is frowned upon in some communities. But it's hard to avoid talking about other people's money when people are getting paid $255 million to do their job. Whoa. So, on today's show, we are going to get it kicked off with the Chicago Bears. We're going to talk about Justin Fields' contract. We're going to talk Jared Goff. We're going to talk, well, technically, we're going to talk about Jordan Love. We're not going to talk about he who shall not be named, although his contract is looming pretty heavily over the Green Bay Packers. And we're also going to talk about Kurt, that ain't my cousin's cousin, and what he's got coming in his last year of the Minnesota Vikings contract. Before we get into our salary conversations, you know, watching other people's pockets, I want to tell you about our sponsor, and it's OffRackShop.com. OffRackShop.com is an online thrift store. They have men's and women's clothing. They have accessories for both men and women, and a ton of items to choose from. Over 300 items available on their website to select from. So if you visit our show notes or you go down in the description, you'll find a 15% off code for your next Purchase at OffRackShop.com. That was our sponsor for the week. And speaking of sponsoring, there's money being handed out to people. And so we're going to talk about someone who's not getting a whole lot of that money right now. And that's Justin Fields. Justin Fields is still on his rookie contract. So if you don't know what that means, that means he ain't getting big dollars right now. But in the future, he is certainly going to get paid. But for right now, let's take a look at the numbers that Justin is getting for his current contract. So right now, uh, Justin Fields is 24 years old. He's on a four-year, $18.8 million deal, which means it works out to something like $4.7 million per year on this contract. That barely puts Justin Field in the top 10 of players on his team right now. If you look at Uh, top overall contracts. This is not like how it breaks down on a yearly basis, but just overall contracts. You've got Tremaine Edwards, DJ Moore, Eddie Jackson, Cody Whitehair, Nate Davis, Demarcus Walker, TJ Edwards, and then Justin Fields coming in in the ninth spot. And those are ranging from somewhere for like Tremaine Edwards, who's a four-year, $72 million guy, down to um, the guy just above Justin Fields, which is TJ Edwards, a three-year, $19.5 million. So Justin Fields is pretty cheap right now. But this is what you generally see with quarterbacks working on those rookie deals, which is why you often see in that fourth year, going into that fifth year, picking up the fifth-year option, you usually see the larger contracts like you got with Jalen Hurts uh, recently. And again, we're going to talk about him, but he's a prime example of what 
putting in good quality work will do for the value of your position with that organization when it's time for you to re-up on that contract. And Justin Fields has shown that he is definitely a big piece of what the Chicago Bears are going to do. And so that 18.8 mil that he's making right now doesn't have much of an impact on their salary cap. Again, they're working right now with about $39 million in cap space. But Justin Fields' contract, again, is still the rookie contract. So he's not getting paid a whole lot of money for the kind of production that he's got. On the other hand, someone like DJ Moore, who they just brought in, he's on still three years, $61 million. So he's making significantly more than his quarterback. So he's got to go out there and show out. Uh, And I think Justin Fields certainly has some incentive to perform well and continue performing well because the payday is on its way, just not for a couple years. So now that we talked about Justin Fields, let's bounce to Detroit and talk about Jared Goff. Now, of course, Jared Goff came over from the LA Rams. So his contract was sort of worked out already before he got to Detroit. Uh, But right now, Jared Goff is 28 years old. So still quite a future ahead of him. He's got a four-year, $134 million deal. That breaks out to about $33.5 million per year. So again, you look at Jared Goff's contract, $33.5 million dollars compared to Justin Fields' contract where he's getting about 4.7 per year. There's a pretty large gap there. So Jared Goff making $33.5 million a year is a solid salary. When you start to look at some of the salaries that are out there, it puts him probably right about the middle of starting quarterbacks. Jalen just became the number one with $51 million per year over the life of his five-year contract. Then behind him is Aaron Rodgers at $50 million. You've got Russell Wilson at $48 million. Kyler Murray at $46 million. Deshaun Watson at $46 million. Patrick Mahomes at $45 million, although his contract was a 10-year contract, so he's locked up for a while. Josh Allen making $43 million. Dak Prescott at 40, Matthew Stafford at 40, Daniel Jones at 40, and then Derek Carr at 37 and a half. Then the quarterback from the Minnesota Vikings, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. Kirk Cousins comes in at $35 million a year flat. Granted, he only has one year left on his contract, so that number could change going into uh, the 2024 season uh, when he becomes a free agent. But for right now, he is just above Jared Goff when it comes to per year salary. Jared Goff coming in again at $33.5 million puts him right in the middle and just above Lamar Jackson, who is currently out shopping for new contracts right now, looking to move up a few spots on that list. So Jared Goff is priced very reasonably for the team that he's got. And the Lions still have quite a bit of salary cap. So they still have $27 million to work with in salary cap room, which means they still have the ability to add on some additional pieces. Jared Goff's contract hasn't become a drain on their ability to go and capture additional pieces to win. The problem is Jared Goff will become a free agent in uh, 2025. So we can play through this full season, 2023, 2024, and then the Lions may need to make a decision. If Jared Goff at age 29 is still the future for their organization, they may sign him to a long-term deal, a longer-term deal, which uh, will likely depend on how he comes out to perform this year because last year could have been a blip on the radar. 
he could have just performed really well for one year and then come back and be inconsistent. But if he can put together a solid performance this year, you may be looking at signing a deal for Jared Goff similar to that of, I don't know, Josh Allen. I mean, Josh Allen is making $43 million over a six-year deal, which totals to a potential earnings of about $258 million, right? That's a lot of potential money for him. And I think Jared Goff, if he can provide that solid performance, could find himself in the 40, definitely in the 40 category. I mean, if Daniel Jones is getting 40 for a deal, you got to believe Jared Goff after a, a second performance like he had last year could get him 40 or better. Uh, so Jared Goff is right about where the Lions would like him to be so that they can continue to add pieces and he's not going to eat up a ton of that cap space. So I know we mentioned uh, Kirk Cousins and so let's go ahead and talk about Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins um, is 34 years old currently. So again, Justin Fields is 24, Jared Goff is 28, Kirk Cousins is 34. Kirk Cousins has been in the league a long time, something like 11 years. He is on the final year of his contract here in Minnesota. If you watch the show, you know I harp on Kirk Cousins all the time. I'm going to take it easy on him. Uh, much like Adele said, you know, take it easy on the old timer. I'm sorry, Kurt. You're not that old. Clearly, I'm like, I'm older than you. Whatever, man. So, one-year deal. He's getting $35 million. Like I just told you, he falls just above Jared Goff. When it comes to what they make on an annual per year basis, he goes into free agency after this season. I don't know if Kirk Cousins is going to be much more than a $35 million a year quarterback. But I think for someone who's had success like he's had, especially last year with the 13 wins, I think coming into this season, if they can be above 500 and he doesn't perform terribly, Kirk Cousins is probably going to get a starting contract somewhere else. And it's going to be, again, $35, $37 million. I don't see Kirk cracking 40 because he's on the tail end of his career. So his value to other organizations is probably going to be still pretty limited. You know, he doesn't have the same kind of legacy with his organization that someone like Aaron Rodgers does, which is sort of what net him, you know, $150 million contract for three years. So I think that uh, Kirk Cousins is probably going to find himself a new home, but I don't think he's going to find himself making significantly less money. If anything, he'll probably make a few million dollars extra, just not on a long-term deal. At least that is my opinion. So how does Kurt compare to other individuals on his team as far as uh, value of contracts? So there's quite a few people on the team with an overall contract worth more than Kurt Cousins. You got to remember that uh, these individuals have long-term deals. If you were to look at their uh, salaries based on per year, Kirk Cousins leads that team. $35 million is by far the most anyone's going to get on that team for one year. The next closest person is going to be Brian O'Neill, and he's making $18.5 million uh, this year. But again, that's because Kurt is in the final year of his contract, so his contract seems in the overall less than other individuals on the team, but on a per-year basis, he leads the team in what they're going to make for this upcoming year. Now, I didn't mention the Lions. Let me go back and tell you guys about Jared Goff. So if you look at overall contracts, so in contract terms, like complete value for their contract, Jared Goff leads the Lions. His 
potential earnings is $134 million if it works out the way that it's supposed to work out. But if you look at average salary for the team, uh, Jared Goff also leads that. The next closest person is quite a ways off. Taylor Decker is making $15 million a year this year and for the next four years. All right, so getting back to the Vikings. The Vikings of all the teams in the North have the lowest amount of cap space left. Close to a million dollars for cap space for the Vikings. Once Kirk Cousins' contract is up, that's money that they don't have to allocate to him. And if they can bring in a rookie quarterback potentially on a rookie deal and get some solid production out of them, they may be able to save themselves enough capital to be able to go and get some additional weapons if Kurt's not there. If they got to sign Kurt back to a larger deal, I just think that's going to strap the Vikings with some burden that they won't be able to then turn around and go and get any additional weapons to, to grow their team. So I think Kurt's contract, again, only being one year, not the end of the world, but probably going to be too much of a burden for them to take on in any kind of long-term deal going forward. Our last quarterback that we're going to talk about, of course, is Aaron. No, we're not. We're going to talk about Jordan Love. So Jordan Love is anticipated to be the starter in Green Bay. And I say anticipated because it's still up in the air what the Jets and the Green Bay Packers are going to do with Aaron Rodgers. So I'm just going to assume that Aaron Rodgers has flown the coop and Jordan Love is going to be the starting quarterback in Green Bay. Jordan Love is 24 years old. So again, Justin Fields is 24. Jared Goff is 28, Kirk Cousins is 34, and Jordan Love is 24. Jordan Love is also still on his rookie deal. So Jordan Love is on a four-year, $12 million deal, getting him $3 million annually. Jordan Love is definitely going to be the lowest paid starting quarterback in the NFC North. And for good reason, he's been a backup to Aaron Rodgers and no one anticipated him to play immediately. The pay was commensary to what he was going to be doing, which is sitting back, studying, watching, but now they're going to toss him into the fire to be that starting quarterback. I don't think Jordan Love's salary impacts Green Bay's ability to do just about anything because it's so low. With that being said though, Jordan Love does have free agency in 2025. Green Bay can exercise his fifth-year option for sure, and if they do, that'll net him some additional guaranteed money. But Jordan Love's got to prove himself. If not, Jordan Love is no better to the Green Bay Packers than going to draft another rookie quarterback and getting someone at the same salary and allowing you to be able to work with their, uh, how much do they have, with their $22 million in cap space to go and acquire some additional uh, growth pieces around the quarterback position that could help the team win. So Jordan Love, in terms of player contracts, again, similar to uh, Justin Fields, I don't want to really blow up his spot for being low on the list because he's still on his rookie contract. But if you go down, you've got Jared Goff, Lamar, Geno Smith, Jimmy G, Lawrence, Joe Burrow, who, by the way, is going to get paid when it's time for that contract, which is almost time for that contract, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Jacoby Brissett, Taya Togavawa, Taya Tua Togavailoa, man, I, I'm sorry, I butchered your name. Uh, Mitch Trubisky is making like $14 million. Who even knew that? He's, oh, oh, he's quarterback for the Steelers. I'm sorry, Mitch Trubisky is, is making $14 million uh, overall. Heineke and Justin Herbert, who's coming off of his uh, rookie contract. Teddy Bridgewater, 
Tyrod Taylor, Mason Rudolph, and the list goes on and on. Justin Fields is way down there under Marcus Mariota as far as his position on this list. And then you really got to keep going like way down there. Just above Tyler Huntley is Jordan Love making $12 million three annually. So Jordan Love could potentially skyrocket himself up this list if he comes out and has a productive season. Now, if you listen to last week's podcast, I definitely was not very high on the Green Bay Packers. I got them going 4-13 and 13 this upcoming season, which might be a little harsh. I heard it from you guys in the comments. Maybe I was doing too much with a 4-13. But if he can come out and get close to a 500 season, maybe pull off, you know, four or five solid wins at home, maybe a couple of upsets, you know, beats of bigger players. Maybe Jordan Love uh, solidifies himself as the quarterback for the future. I, they clearly like him. Uh, they have been uh, holding on to him. They moved up to get him. So Jordan Love's got to be a fixture for their organization moving forward. But I think a lot hinges on this season. Whether they pick up that fifth-year option, it's going to depend on this season. Whether he finds himself skyrocketing up this list of quarterback salaries or finding a backup gig in another organization, all could depend on how well Jordan Love comes out and plays this season. So there's a lot riding on performances this year. I think more for Jordan Love, less for Justin Fields. He's going to get paid either way. Uh, definitely some pressure out there for Jared Goff to say, are you the face of the franchise? And if so, come out and show how consistent you can be. And then Kirk Cousins, he's auditioning for everybody right now. So this season is going to be as much about him getting a contract with Minnesota as it is about him trying to prove himself for a contract somewhere else. So that's what we got going on in the North this week. Uh, looking at around the league, let me get my notes so we can talk about some things happening around the league. Oh yeah. Jalen Hurts, that's what's happening around the league. Jalen Hurts is getting paid $255 million on an extension for the Philadelphia Eagles. Boy, oh boy. The Eagles flew up and dropped some cash on this boy. Look, he's making $51 million a year, which is the highest per year annual salary of any NFL player ever. And Jalen Hurts has earned his money. He turned the Philadelphia Eagles into a Super Bowl contender again. They were before. They've won Super Bowls, and he brought them back. And he's done it with quite a bit of swagger, if you ask me. I think Jalen Hurts certainly earned this contract that he's got, and now he's got to live up to it. Again, this contract puts him up there with the likes of Aaron Rodgers and uh, Russell Wilson, who... Didn't really show it last year, but certainly earned his way up to that contract with his time in Seattle. Uh, Kyler Murray, who's TBD, and still still don't know what Kyler's going to do. And then Deshaun Watson, who, man, I really hope Deshaun Watson has a better year this year because the Browns are going to look like they really pooped in the bed if he turns out to be a bust off of that guaranteed money that they gave him. So I really hope Deshaun gets it together. Everyone loves a good redemption story. Well, everyone may not love his redemption story. And then Patrick Mahomes, who 10-year contract, potential earnings, $450 million, and, you know, winning Super Bowls and such. So that's going to put Jalen Hurts in some really, um, really high-end caliber conversations. 
And hopefully he's got the firepower and the team around him to run it back again. I mean, I say that, but I also am a Lions fan, so I hope they lose to us somewhere deep in the playoffs. Deep, 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 deep in the playoffs. All right, man, whatever. What else do we got around the league? So also around the league, the Washington Commanders, and this this is where I think we're going to end the story this week. The Washington Commanders have a bid in right now to be sold for $6 million. Did I say million? The Washington Commanders have a bid in for $6 billion with a B, dollars to be sold to a group that also involves Irving Magic Johnson because he be buying up everything. He's a part of a group that purchases literally everything. And the Washington Commanders don't seem to be any different. There is still a Canadian billionaire that's in the works who could potentially get in. They floated the name Jeff Bezos. Of course, I don't think he actually put in a bid I also heard that there's some tension between him and Dan Snyder, who owns the Washington Commander, so probably wasn't going to get the team anyway. So it seems like there may be a pretty solid offer to get Washington sold to a new ownership group. And that is where I'm going to leave you around the league this week. This is Headed North, and as always... If you come back, and I really hope you do, make sure you've got your bags packed because we are headed north. I'm Detron. Peace. You talking about football? Yeah. Football. NFC. North. Now let's talk football.